Hello everyone, welcome to our special holiday edition of Explore Middle Earth. Yes, welcome. Um, we are doing a reading and discussion of Tolkien's Letters from Father Christmas. Yeah. I couldn't remember if it was to or from. It's from. Uh, so what we're planning on doing is we're going to record this. Sorry, I had to burp already, dude. Oh, man. Insane. So we're going to record this all in one take. Um, but, of course, you won't hear it in one take. Uh, but we're going to release the episodes um, in kind of like half-hour increments. So we'll kind of do like a few letters here and there. Um, and then we'll release them like bi-weekly, like twice a week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or just whenever. Or just whenever. So you guys, I mean, we'll be taking a break for the holidays. We'll we'll have time off from recording and everything, but you guys will at least get uh, like little episodes here and there. You guys will not be taking a break. You guys will not <laughs> be taking a break. You have to listen <laughs> to us. Um, but so we, we talked a little bit about Letters from Father Christmas last year during our, our uh, holiday special mm-hmm. um, with Zach, right? Yeah, Zach was um, there for he decided to join us. Yeah, but uh but we didn't actually like read the letters or like discuss them thoroughly. Mm-mm. We just kinda talked about like the characters and uh similarities between uh his letters and uh the world of Middle Earth. Um so this these letters do not take place in Middle Earth, they mm-hmm. take place in our Earth, our Earth um because it's about Father Christmas in Santa. Santa's real. Yeah, uh, yes. So that's why it takes place on Earth. Um, yeah. yeah, so for you non-American listeners, Father Christmas is Santa. For you American listeners, or no, for American listeners, Father Christmas is Santa. Yeah. For non-American, Santa's Father Christmas. There's Chris also Kringle. Chris Kringle. Yes. John He's is not one of his names. It's just a name. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Christopher. Okay. Uh, so, Jay. Nicholas. Who? Isn't that one of them? Nick. Saint yeah, Nick. Saint Nick. Yeah, yeah, Saint Nick. Yeah. Um, so who are these uh, letters written to? These letters are written to... Well, first, we said they're from... I'm going to take a sip of hot cocoa while he's saying that. We're the, we, see, we say they're from Father Christmas, but Father Christmas is actually just Tolkien. And that's why we're talking about it, because Tolkien wrote it, so we can talk yeah. about him. So these are letters from Tolkien um, to his kids. Uh, they start out... Not, not all his kids are born when they, the letters start. Yeah. Um, but So he had four kids. From oldest to youngest is John, Michael, Christopher, and Priscilla. Yeah. Um, and the kids obviously didn't know that this was their dad writing. Yeah. He they used a he used a different uh, handwriting. It kind of like it was like a shaky handwriting. Yeah. So it was kind of like the kids couldn't recognize his dad's handwriting or their dad's handwriting, and it, it was kind of like, yeah, this is what Father Christmas's handwriting looks like. It's really shaky because it's so cold. Yes. And um, in the actual book, um. They have pictures of the letters, and then they have the transcript of the letters, but the pictures of the letters are really cool, so if you have a chance to look at it, if you have a chance to buy it, buy it. If you do not steal it, but you can still open up the book and look at it in a bookstore, but do not walk out without paying. Right, yeah. Um, Actually, right now, too, if you can just imagine this uh, with us. Well, we're not imagining it, but um, Jay and I are sitting in my living room. With a cup of hot cocoa, we've got uh, well two cups, two cups. We're not right? sharing. Yeah, we're not sharing. Um, we've got a. We don't have, or I don't have a fireplace. We've got the Yule log on <laughs> Netflix playing right now. We've got our Christmas tree up. We've got stockings. We've got little candles going. 
It's uh, it's very, it's very Christmassy holiday vibe. The one thing we don't have is snow outside. Yeah, we do have this the hard snow in the banks. We yeah, we have the or in the ditches, but we have we the leftovers. We don't have any good snow. Yeah, it's been a little warm. Um, okay, so do you wanna do you wanna read the first letter? Yes. It's, so it's a pretty quick one. Should we do voices for Father Christmas? And yeah, I mean the whole letter is from Father. Yeah. Christmas, okay. So. Just so you guys know, there are other characters in here. So yeah. one of us will be voicing the one character, and then whatever. Yeah. So yeah. So this is um, okay. Christmas House, North Pole. This is where it's from. Twenty second December, nineteen twenty. Dear John, I heard you ask Daddy what I was like when where I lived. I have drawn me and my house for you. Take care of the, for the picture. I am now off. No, sorry. I'm just now off to Oxford with my bundle of toys. Some for you. I hope you shall arrive in time. The snow is very thick at the North Pole tonight. Your loving father, Christmas. Um. <laughs> first off, uh, Daddy. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. No. Uh, John is three at the time, so yes. Perfectly appropriate. It's not like yes. he's a thirteen. This year is old. also 1920. Different time. Different times. Um. But also, your loving father, Christmas. Father Christmas loves us. Yes, and Santa is real, and he loves us. I wonder if this was like, um, because it's so short. If Tolkien just wrote this in response, not thinking of what it was going to later create, because there's a few letters, and then it gets into the characters. I wonder if he's like, right, yeah, you know, I've got something here. I have a way to make money when I am dead. I'm sure he <laughs> was thinking that. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to 1923. Oh. So three years later. Yeah, yeah. He didn't. Oh yeah, he skipped two years, or were they just lost? I think he just skipped. Okay. I don't know. Do you want to take this one? Yeah. <laughs> I love the last part. Anyways, I'll, yeah. I'll get to it. <laughs> All right. North Pole, Christmas Eve, 1923. My dear John, it is very cold today and my hand is very shaky. I am 1924. No, seven mm-hmm. years old on Christmas Day. Lots older than your great-grandfather, so I can't help the pen wobbling. But I hear that you are getting so good at reading that I expect you will be able to read my letter. I send you lots of love, and lots for Michael too, and lots bricks too, which are called that because there are lots more for you to have next year if you let me know in good time. I think they are prettier and stronger and tidier than pick-a-bricks, so I hope you will like them. Now I must go. It is a lovely fine night, and I have got hundreds of miles to go before morning. There is such a lot to do. A cold kiss from Father Christmas. Cold kiss. Father Nicholas Christmas, sorry. Okay, I um, looked it up what lots bricks are. Yeah, and, L-O-T-T-S. and bricks. Bricks are, um, think of like Lincoln Logs, you know those? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're just little like toy houses that you can build. Cool. I like it. So I'm, I'm guessing that's what John probably asked for. And then it also it does include Michael in this letter, so I think he was just born. Let's see. Let me look that up. When, when Michael was born. J.R.R. Tolkien kids when was john born let's see family john was born 1920 or michael john was born 17 john michael was born 1920 but this is a year before good old christopher was born yeah so michael was three at the time yeah okay he probably won't understand if he was and and john was six yes which explains why he's getting good at reading Yes. Uh, yeah, so a cold kiss from Father Nicholas Christmas. So he does go by Nicholas, not Chris. Really? Yeah. That's a lot of names, dude. How does he keep track? I don't, I don't know, man. All right, uh, and then the next one is actually a year later, so he didn't skip this time. <coughs> December 23rd, 
1924. Dear John, I hope you have a happy Christmas. Only time for a short letter. My sleigh is waiting. Lots of new stockings to fill this year. Hope you like the station and things. A big kiss with love from Father Christmas. So I got a station this year. And not a cold kiss, a big kiss. Big kiss. With love from Father Christmas. You think it was warm? Yeah, probably this year. Yeah. So yeah. obviously Father Christmas didn't have a lot of time this year to write a letter. But he did have time to uh, kiss him. Kiss him. And yeah. it looks like this next letter is from the same year because there's no year marked on it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll read this one. Okay. Um, This one's actually to Michael. So, um, yeah. Congrats, Dear Michael. One to you. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Michael Hillary, I am very busy this year. No time for letter. <laughs> Lots of love. Hope the engine goes well. Take care of it. A big kiss with love from Father Christmas. So same kind of mm-hmm. thing. He was like, yep, got to go. See ya. So so John gets a station and Michael gets an engine or a train. Um, oh. And no time for letter is what he said. He, and had, also no time, he no, had no time for a vowel, which is A. He had no time for A letter. Yeah, and then also no letter. Also, Michael's middle name, I guess, is Hillary. <laughs> Hillary? Yeah. Okay. Uh, ni- 1925. So, yeah. Y- yeah. Yeah, I would guess that one was probably 1924 then. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. This one, we've got a, a bigger one. Do you have characters in this or no? Um, Let me see. Oh, there's a there's a footnote at the end. Oh, the North Polar Bear is You want to take the North Polar Bear at the end? Because uh, I'll take Father Christmas and you. Is there a footnote at the end? Yeah, go, go two pages further. Then you're there. P.S. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll do that one. Top of the world, near the North Pole, Christmas 1925. Dear boys, I'm dreadfully busy this year. It makes my hand more shaky than ever when I think of it, and not very rich. In fact, awful things have been happening. Some of the presents got spoiled, and I haven't, ha- I haven't got a North Polar Bear with me to help. And I have to, I've had to move house just before Christmas, so you can imagine what a state everything is in. You'll see why I have a new address, and why I can only write one letter between you both. It all happened like this. One very windy day last November, my hood blew off and went and stuck on the top of the North Pole. I told him not to, but the North Polar Bear climbed up to the thin top to get it down. And he did. The pole broke in the middle and fell into the roof of the house, and the North Polar Bear fell through the hole and made it into my dining room with my hood over his nose and all the snow fell off the roof and into the house and melted and put out all the fires and ran down into the cellars where i was collecting this year's presents and the north polar bear's leg got broken oh he is well again now but i was so cross with him that he says he won't try to help me again i expect his temper is hurt and i will be mended by next christmas i send you a picture of the accident in some of the new house on the cliff above the north pole with beautiful cellars in the cliff. If John can't read my old shaky writing, 1,925 years old, he must get his father to. When, when is Michael going to learn to read and write his own letters to me? Lots of love to you both, and Christopher, who his name is rather like mine. That, that's all. Goodbye, Father Christmas. Uh, so one thing I want to point out, too. Um, so now he's saying he is 1,925, whereas in the last one he was saying he was 1,927. Um, so does he age down? <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then also, yeah, Christopher is born. So uh, oh, oh, and another thing too, in the in the last one or in like two of them, he said his name was Father Nicholas Christmas, mm-hmm. but now he says Christopher's name is rather like his. 
Yeah. So maybe he does go by Nicholas and Christopher, which he might. So now here's a uh, postscript. P.S. <laughs> I gotta do the, <laughs> my best polar bear voice. I just gotta envision the polar bears with the Coca-Cola. <laughs> I'm gonna make myself laugh by doing this. It's okay, Grant. Father Christmas was in a great hurry. Told me to put in one of his magic wishing crackers. As you pull, wish and see if it doesn't come true. Excuse thick writing, I have a fat paw. I help Chris Father Christmas with his packing. I live with him. I am the great polar bear. Dang. I have a fat paw. <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah. Ah, man. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that was, that was uh, the kind of like the first letter where he starts introducing more lore, I guess you would say, lore? to the North Pole. It only took a few years, five years. And the North Pole is actually a pole. The, mm -hmm. the northernmost of the poles. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, so here's the next year, um, 1926. So, top of the world, near the North Pole, Monday, December 20th, 1926. I just got to make sure I'm not burping again. All right. My dear boys, I am more shaky than usual this year. The North Polar Bear's fault. It was the biggest bang in the world and the most monstrous firework there ever has been. It turned the North, North Pole black and shook all the stars out of place, broke the moon into four, and the man in it fell into my back garden. He ate quite a lot of my Christmas chocolates before he said he felt better and climbed back to mend it and get the stars tidy. Then I found out that the reindeer had broken loose. They were running all over the country, breaking reins and ropes and tossing presents up in the air. They were all packed up to start, you see. Yes, it had only happened this morning. It was a sleigh load of chocolate things, which I always sent to England early. I hope yours are not badly damaged. But isn't the North Polar Bear silly? And he isn't a bit sorry. Of course he did it. You remember I had to move last year because of him. The tap for turning on the Rory Borealis. <laughs> oh. Aurora Borealis. That's, yeah. Rory but, Borealis. But he, he, <laughs> yeah. he spells it weird. Fireworks is still in the cellar of my old house. The North Polar Bear knew he must never, never touch it. I only let it off on special days like Christmas. He says he thought it was cut off since we moved. Anyway, he was nosing around the ruins this morning soon after breakfast. He hides things to eat there and turned on all the northern lights for two years in one go. You have never heard or seen anything like it. I've tried to draw a picture of it, but I am too shaky to do it properly, and you can't paint fizzing light, can you? I think the polar bear has spoiled the picture rather. Of course, he can't draw with those great fat paws. And then you want to oh, do I that. Oh, I got to do yeah. a polar bear voice. Wait, can you do pull of your voice again so I can yeah. copy it? Rude, I can, and write without shaking. Okay, rude, I can, and write without shaking. Oh, I, <laughs> I just read what turn. you said. Your yeah. turn. By going and putting a bit of his own about me, chasing the reindeer and him laughing. He did laugh too, so did I when I saw him trying to draw reindeer and inking his nice white paws. Father Christmas had to hurry away and leave me to finish. He's old and gets worried when funny things happen. You'd have laughed too. I think it is good of me laughing. It was a lonely firework. Or lovely, not lonely. Sorry, my bee. My bee. It was a lovely firework. The reindeer will run quick to England this year. They are still frightened. I must go help and pack. I don't know what Father Christmas would do without me. He always forgets what a lot of packing I do for him. The snowman is addressing our envelopes this year. He is Father Christmas's gardener, but we don't get much snowdrops from the frost ferns to grow here. He always writes he always writes in white, just with his finger. A Merry Christmas to you from the North Polar Bear. And love from Father Christmas to you all. Now we got a new character. Snowman. Snowman who writes the with gardener. his gardener. With his finger. Yeah. Wait. I burped. 
So he's gardener. He's made out of the same stuff that falls out of the sky. Yeah. You think that freaks him out? Probably. Um, Freak me out. Maybe an allusion to Sam the gardener. Not really. Maybe an maybe. allusion. Okay. Uh, okay. You. You. <laughs> you. Okay. This this one's yours. I got to turn the. <laughs> my uh, notification just went off. All right. That's go okay. ahead with the next one. Top of the world near the North Pole. Wednesday, December 21st, 1927. My dear people, there seems to get more and more of you every year, and I get poorer and poorer still. I hope that I've managed to bring you all something you wanted, though not everything you asked for, Michael and Christopher. I haven't heard from John this year. I suppose he's growing too big and won't hang up his stocking soon. It has been so bitter at the North Pole that the North, North Polar Bear has spent most of his time asleep and has less use than usual this Christmas. Everybody does sleep most of the time here in winter, especially Father Christmas. The North Pole became colder than any cold thing has ever been, and when the North Pole, when the North Polar Bear put his nose against it, it took his skin off. Now it is bandaged with red flannel. Why did he? I don't know. He's always putting his nose where he out right into be into my cupboards, for instance. That's because I'm hungry. It's also been very dark here since the winter began. We haven't seen the sun, of course, for three months, but there are no northern lights this year. You remember that awful accident last year? There will be none again until the end of 1928. The North Polar Bear has got his cousin, a distant friend, the Great Bear, to shine extra bright for us. This week I have hired the Comet to do my packing, but it doesn't work as well. The North Polar Bear has not really been any more sensible this year. I have been perfectly sensible and have learnt to write with a pen in my mouth instead of a paintbrush. Yesterday he was snowballing the snowman in the garden and pushed him off the edge of the cliff so that he <laughs> fell into my sleigh at the bottom of the broken lots of things. One of them was himself. That's premeditated murder. <laughs> I used some of what was left of him to paint my white picture. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we shall still have to make ourselves a new gardener when so, we are less busy. <laughs> hold on. So, so the polar bear push, <laughs> pushes the snowman, the gardener, off a cliff, and then he 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 breaks open at the uh, <laughs> uh, into the sleigh at the bottom of the cliff, and then they use hit the snow to paint the white picture <laughs> and they have to make a new one <laughs> oh, the man on the moon paid me a visit the other day a fortnight ago exactly he often does that this time he gets lonely on the moon and we make him a nice little plum pudding he's so fond of things with plums in with he's so fond of things with plums in <laughs> yes that's a weird sentence but sorry tolkien his fingers were cold as usual, and the North Polar Bear made him play snapdragons to warm them. Of course he burnt them, and then he licked them, and then he liked the brandy, and then the bear gave him lots more, and he went fast to sleep on the sofa. Then I went down into the cellar to make crackers, and he rolled off the sofa, and the wicked bear pushed him underneath and forgot all about him. He can never be away a whole night from the moon, but this was, but he was at this time. I have never expected to look after the man in the moon before. I was very nice to him, and he was very comfy under the sofa. Suddenly the snowman, he wasn't broken at the time, rushed out of the garden. Next day, just after tea time, and said the moon was going out. The dragon had come out and were making awful smoke and smother. We rolled him out and shook him, and he simply whizzed back. But it was ages before things got quite clear up. I believe that he had let loose one of his simply terrificalist Terrificalist? Yeah, terrificalist? I believe he had let loose one of his most terrificalist freezing magics before he could drive the dragons back into their hole, and that is why it got so cold down here. The polar bear only laughs when I tell him it's his fault, and he curls up into my heath rug and won't do anything but snore. 
My messengers told me you have somebody from Iceland staying with you. This is not so far from where I live, and nearly as cold. People don't hang up stockings there. I usually pass by in a hurry, though sometimes I pop down and leave a thing or two for the very jolly, for their very jolly Christmas trees. My usual way is down through Norway, Denmark, Germany, Switzerland, and back through Germany, northern France, Belgium, and so into England, and on the way home I pass over the sea and sometimes Iceland, and I can see my twinkling lights faint in the valleys up under their mountains. But I go by quick, as my reindeer gallop as hard as they can there, and always they are frightened, and volcano of geysers will go off underneath them. This must be all. I've written to you a very long letter this year, as there was nothing to draw but dark and snow and stars. Love to you all, and happiness next year. Your loving father, Christmas. Yeah, so that was definitely a longer one. They got, um, a, they got a message from, uh, or they got a, somebody from Iceland staying with them. Yeah, and um, also he included dragons. Finley, you have got to stop. But, do you know what he didn't include? What? America. Santa comes to America. But he only said no. Father Norway, Denmark, Germany. Oh yeah. Santa comes to Santa comes to America. Father Christmas goes to Europe. Oh, my, my be. My bad. I don't know. That was just. We'll have to talk about Tol- or talk to Tolkien about that. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, okay. Next one. Oh, you've got some lines in this one too. Oh yeah. Let's go. All right. All right. North Pole, Thursday, December twentieth, nineteen twenty-eight. My dear boys, another Christmas and I am another year older, and so are you. I feel quite well all the same. Very nice of Michael to ask, and not quite quite so shaky. It's nice that Michael's asking about how he's doing. I kind of wish they had his kids' letters. Yeah, Uh, but that is because we have got all the lighting and heating right again after the cold, dark year we had in 1927. You remember about it. (laughs) That's a weird line, too. You remember about it. Yes, you remember about it. And I expect you to remember whose fault it was. What do you think the poor dear old bear has been, yeah, has been, been and done this time? That's weird too. Uh, all right, I come guess, on. No, no, it's Father Christmas. <laughs> Father He's just Christmas. bad at grammar. Yes. Um, nothing as bad as letting off all the lights. Only fell from top to bottom of the main stairs on Thursday. Who let the soap on the stairs? Not me. That mischievous uh, North Polar Bear. He can't do anything right. Yeah. <laughs> We were beginning to get the first lot of parcels down out of the storerooms in the hall. Polar Bear would insist on taking an enormous pile on his head as well as lots in his arms. Bang, rumble, clatter, crash. <laughs> Awful moanings and growlings. I ran out into the landing and saw he had fallen from top to bottom onto his nose, leaving a trail of balls, bundles, <laughs> parcels, and things all the way down. Sorry, I shouldn't have laughed during that. That's not a funny thing, it's just, Grant. Balls are just normal things. Um, mm-hmm. And he had fallen on top of some and smashed them. <laughs> balls. <laughs> I hope you got none of these by accident. I have drawn you a picture of it all. Polar Bear was rather grumpy at my drawing it. Of course. Naturally. He says my Christmas pictures always make fun of him, and that one year he will send one drawn by himself of me being idiotic. (laughs) But of course I never am, and he can't draw well enough. (laughs) Yes, I can. I drew the flag at the end. He joggled my arm and spoilt the little picture at the bottom of the moon, laughing, and the Polar Bear shaking his fist at it. When he had picked himself up, he ran out of doors and wouldn't help clear up because I sat on the stairs and laughed as soon as I found there was not much damage done. That is why the moon smiled. But the part showing Polar Bear angry was cut off because he smudged it. But anyway, I thought you would like a picture of the inside of my new big house for a change. The chief hall is under the largest dome, where we pile the presents usually ready to load on the sleighs at the doors. Polar Bear and I built nearly all ourselves and laid all the blue and mauve 
Yeah, mauve. Mauve, I think tiles. Mauve. The banisters and roof are not quite straight. Not my fault. Father Christmas did the banisters. But it doesn't really matter. I painted the pictures on the walls of the trees and stars and suns and moons. Then I said to Polar Bear, I shall leave the freeze, F-R-I-E-Z-E, to you. Oh, that's like a um, like a mural kind of thing. Yes. He, he said, oh, this is tec- technically you talking, but I'm... I'm hmm? This is oh, technically... I'll, but, d- I'll do it then. No, but I'm quoting you, oh, so, so I'll, I'll go with he said, and then you can say okay. it. So he said... I should have thought there was enough freeze outside in your colors inside and purpley gray, grayy, bluey, pale greeny are cold enough to grayy, grayy, grayy. I said, don't oh, be no, wait, this is technically me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It's confusing. Yeah. I said, don't be a silly bear. Do your best. There's a good old polar. And what a result. Icicles all around the hall to make a freeze. F-R-E-E-Z-E. He can't spell very well. And fearful bright colors to make a warm freeze. Well, my dears, I hope you... <laughs> my dog's climbing on me now. Well, my dears, I hope you will like the things I am bringing. Nearly all of you asked for and lots of other things you didn't, in which, in which I thought of at the last minute. I hope you will share the railway things and farm and animals often, and I not... Well, dang. <laughs> and not think they are absolutely only for the one whose stocking they were in. Take care of them, for they are some of my very best things. Love to Chris, love to Michael, love to John, who must be getting very big as he doesn't write to me anymore. So I simply had to guess paints. I hope they were all right. Polar Bear chose them. He says he knows what John likes because John likes bears. Your loving Father Christmas. And my love, Polar Bear. So it seems like John is definitely getting a little old. and uh, Don't we all? Not writing to Father Christmas anymore. There's a really nice picture that goes along with this one, too. Oh, yeah, that is a good one. Um, And you guys should check it out. But remember, do not steal this book. Under any circumstances. Under any circumstances. Let me repeat. Do not steal this book. Okay, thank you for listening. Thank you. Okay. Well, Jay, this next take one, it away. This next one is special because it's on Boxing Day. Is Which, which is, is the day after, right? The day after Christmas. I'm going to look up that just to be sure. Boxing Day, yep. December 26th. Boxing Day is the day after Christmas. So, uh, here we go. I'm frightfully sorry. I gave this to the polar bear to post, and he forgot all about it. We found it in the hall table today. But you must forgive him. He has worked very hard for me. He is dreadfully tired. He, We have had a busy Christmas. Very windy here. It blew several sleighs over before they could start. Love again, Father Christmas. Yeah, so this time, I'm after, su- after so many letters that were really long and included a bunch of characters, now he just wrote a little short one. I think it was attached. It might have attached to the picture. Oh, right, yeah. He forgot to, he, he forgot to po- post it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> okay, I got, I, I got the next one. You got the next one? Oh, this one's all in Polar Bear, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you see the picture, the Polar Bear writes in a different handwriting, which is kind of similar to, like, dwarvish yeah. runes. Yeah, it, it, it's, like, very similar. Yes. <coughs> okay, which is probably easy for him to write because it's very, like, um, like geometrical. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'll, I'll start this one off. November 1929. Ooh, it's not even December yet. Dear boys, my paw is better. I was cutting Christmas trees when I heard it. Don't you think my writing is much better, too? Father Christmas is very busy already. Also, he spells a few things wrong in here because he's a polar bear. And like like Father Christmas said in the last letter, 
or two letters ago. Um, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't smell very good. No, so uh, he spells busy wrong. Father Christmas is very busy already. So am I. We have had heavy snow, and some of our messengers got buried, and some lost. That is why you have not heard lately. Love to John for his birthday. So John must have been born in November or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not writing. Right, 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 right. Father Christmas says my English spelling is not good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. We don't speak English here, only Arctic, which you don't know. We also make our letters different. I have made mine like Arctic letters for you to see. We always write. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why is there a question mark? We always write for T and V for you. This is some Arctic language, which means goodbye till I see you next, and I hope it will be soon. Mara mesta an ni vela tia ento yareto nie. Signed PB Polar Bear. My real name is Carhu, but I don't tell most people. P.S. I like letters, and I think Christophers are nice. Christopher C R I S T O F E R S. Yeah, I think that's funny that he like. He goes, my real name is Carhu, but I don't tell most people. <laughs> and then he goes, I like letters, and I think Christopher's are nice. <laughs> He's just like random. I, th- I, I like him. I think it's good you took this one because um, you didn't want to read that that like Elvish type thing or whatever. It's Arctic, which is it. It looks very Elvish. It looks yeah, very sounds very Elvish. Too. It looks like Quenya if you look at it. Mara mesta ani vela tie ento yarato nea, which means. Um, goodbye till I see you next and I hope it will be soon. So if yes. you're ever in the North Pole and you meet Santa and you, you're leaving and you want to impress him um, before you leave, you just say Mara Mesta Ani Vela Tiento Yaratanea. Obviously you could probably say it better than that, but Okay. Yes. Oh, this is, looks like a long one. Oh we got another long one. Yeah. You know what? Why don't we take a break? Why don't we just stop this one? Stop this episode. And then the next episode will pick up with the next one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks for listening to our first quarter. Yeah. Letters from Father Christmas Part 1, Episode 1 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, we hope you have uh, very happy holidays. And even if you don't celebrate any holidays this season, we hope you just have a good season. Yeah. Have a good day, week, and rest of the year. So we'll see you guys back with the next episode. Goodbye.